I learned today in class that we don't really be out here fighting the devil. Facts. We just be fighting our flesh. Facts. Like once, all, what we're learning to do is to submit to God and resist our flesh. That's facts. And that's all we need to learn to do. I mean, yeah, there'll, there'll be times where the devil tries to throw things at you, maybe, but but we it's, it's, it's usually like like ripples of what the devil has done, like COVID. Facts. Come like say it. The again. devil tried to throw COVID at the world, and now we're sitting here. Uh, with the ripple effects of not being able to go out, not being able to join as a church, not being able to do these things, but yes, see, people, people make the mistake and feel like everything that's in the spirit spirit realm operates like God. God can be in two places at once. God can God can talk to Susie and John at the same time. God can help this person and this person at the same time. Facts. God will be there for you in the good and the bad. Like God, God is all infinite. The devil is not. The devil Facts. is a created being. He has no he he's got no power. He he cannot be in two places at once. So like Quentin said, nine times out of ten, it's not really it's not really the devil coming after your your money or your children or whatever the case may be. The, a lot of times we feel the after effects or the 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 ripple the effects yeah. of what the enemy is doing in this world. Hey Siri, play God United podcast. Okay. It's God United podcast. Go ahead and listen up. God. So Dallas, um, quick question. So what was it for you whenever you were in youth that helped you like to enter in? Yeah, see, entering in and see, and it was different for me because um, I guess not really different for me from the people that are listening to this because a lot of the people that are listening to this are a part of Agape and a part of United Youth. So since I grew up here, um, when I... It was easy for me to enter in because when I came in, there was such the youth group was so on fire. Like I remember, you know, coming in young, the first Sunday that I came in, like it was nuts in here. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Like there were kids, there were kids laid out on the floor. There were, you know, kids crying. There were kids praying for each other. And, you know, there was, there was just all of this, um, all of this that was going on. And, you know, as a kid, I didn't really understand a whole lot of it. But I knew it was real. Yeah. Like I knew that I knew that I knew God was here. I knew something was happening. Yeah. And so even though I didn't fully understand, because I'm surrounded with 20, 30 other people that are lifting their hands right now and, and singing along, like it was easy for me to do it. Mm. Um, and, and we see that with our youth conferences. I feel like there's such an expectation and people are so excited and ready when they come to these youth conferences. They know God's going to be there. They know God's about to move. And so, you know, every there's so many people that are entering in and it's just easy it's easier to do it um but uh, but a big a big part of you know 
me when I was in youth group, the owner, the ownership of our students, yeah. uh, the ownership within the youth group, like this was their youth group. They were doing this thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's why it's, that's why it's my heart to, uh, to really stir that up within our youth group. I, like, I would love to see youth that are, um, that are doing tithes and offerings and sharing words and praying for others and, you know, having a word of knowledge and those things, because, you know, that, that's what it's about. But, but at the same time, like when students see each other in Walmart, like I want them yeah. to, you know, run over to each other and dap each other up. Like yeah. I want to, uh, yeah. post COVID obviously, but like, I want, I want, I want they that should, camaraderie should, to be built. I mean, yeah, post COVID, but I'm just, we should build them up in the faith to know that they don't need to worry about COVID yeah. because, God sent Jesus to take all sin. All he didn't sin. just not sin. All sickness, all, all sickness, disease, all, all disease. germs, all yep. virus. He he, all the viruses. He took stripes on his back for for that. So yes. we so we could live a healthy life. So yeah. whenever you're like, I don't I don't worry about COVID. Like I don't I, I really don't see. Yeah, and there's a difference between there's a difference between you know being irresponsible and worrying or being afraid. Yeah, like no, we're not saying that you need to go out and oh, Quentin said I can't get COVID, so I'm gonna go lick every door. Not like that's that's dumb. Of course not. That's dumb. But at the same that. time, allow your faith to be so strong and solid in God that you know that even if you come in contact with COVID, it it has no power over me. That's even if you catch COVID, like and I'm I'll go I'll go as far to say that I quote unquote and I'll say quote unquote I. I tested positive for COVID, but at the end of the day, like I had no COVID symptoms. Mm -hmm. Like I was not sick. Sickness mm -hmm. did not attach, uh, attach itself to me and attack me. And you know, my family, we were good. We were just like, all right, I guess we got a staycation. I was now. with him the day. I was with him like, the day, like the day before you went and tested and yeah. came back positive. Like, like, and, and like so that's the thing. So as Christians, like my, we've got to have our faith so solid and so strong in God that regardless, like we should not be walking in fear that is right. not how we were created we should be the most we should be the most brave things walking this planet First. because we know who our father is like that, you that ain't messing with me no matter where you go god is always going to be there god is always going to protect you and see you you can wake up tomorrow and be like okay i'm gonna have the confidence in god that he's going to protect me but it's not it's it's easier said than done like you're not it, it, more practically, you're not just going to wake up tomorrow and be like, okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Like, it, it takes some time to grow your faith. Yeah. I didn't just wake up one day and was like, okay. Like, it just took it took time. Yeah, it was like, okay, today, like, I'm okay, God, I need I need this or I, I need help with this and he's going to supply. And then a little later, I need something else and, like, he supplies. And then it just, okay, you supplying these things, these things. Okay, let me try it in all things. Let me try let me try putting all of my faith in God and on everything. Yeah. And when I did that, I saw that I got it. I'm good. Like, God pr provided. God gave it for me. Like, he... Yeah. See, that's the thing. When you become a Christian, you, you, you are right then and there, like you are born again, but we have to grow in our faith. You have access to so much power, yeah. to so much authority, but and that's what the devil doesn't want you to know. He doesn't want you to know that whenever you build yourself up in Christ and you walk this earth and you have the authority to say, no, you're not going to get this sickness. No, your family are, is, no, your family is not going to have traffic accidents or anything like that. No, all these things in this world is not going to come against you. He does not want you to know that because yeah. he wants you to be a slave to sin. Yeah. 
And see, and that's that's why that's why youth group is so important. Like when we when we come together and we all understand the power and the authority that we have, there's nothing that can stop us. I know, you know, a little while ago we had a podcast uh, talking about cancel culture and the yeah. the um, the power that this culture has to mm-hmm. cancel things like that. But in that same sense, like if we come together as a youth group and understand our identity, understand that this is my brother, this is my sister, we're doing this whole thing together, that you know. And we have power, mm-hmm. like there's legit, there's no legit us. power yeah. that God has given us. And it's easier now to learn whenever you're 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, because once you get 30, 25, 26, however old, you have to unlearn a lot of things that you were doing in this world because you conform to the world. Yeah. You, you you took on a lot of the you took on a lot of attributes from the world and you were like, OK, well, this has got me through when I was in high school. So let me try this and let me try this now. And it's and it's worked, but it hasn't really fulfilled you in the ways that you need to be fulfilled. Yeah. So now that I'm 20, whatever, 35 or however old I got to. I may have a family. I may have bills that need to be paid. So it's going to be harder for me to be like, okay, God, I need to put my trust in you, but my family also needs to eat tomorrow. And I don't know if I could put my faith in you and you getting, I don't, I don't know if I could do that. It's going to be harder for you to do that whenever you're older and you have other responsibilities. Whenever you're young, living at home, understanding like, okay, God is God is the source. God is the source of all yeah. of all things. God God brings my family peace. God gives me all these things. So once you learn that now, once you get thirty five and thirty six, like okay, God had me then. God got me now. So like, why I gotta worry? Like, yeah, and it's see, that's easier. The thing. And you know, a, an easy way to look at that, like what you just explained, is our our faith is just growing. Our faith is constantly growing. So you know, if we're not growing our faith when we're young, then we've got to grow it when we're old, older. But you know, if we grow it when we're young, by the time we get older, our faith be just so continues to grow. Yeah, it, it just so continues to grow stronger and stronger. So it's it's so important to understand the power that we have because you know, like Quentin said, um, the enemy the enemy doesn't want us to know the power that we have the power that we that we have you know we had service yesterday and we were talking about that a little bit you know the enemy the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy but the enemy has no power over us unless we give it to him you know the the enemy has no power the enemy has the enemy cannot curse us but what he does do and i think you said this a few uh a few a little while ago in one of our podcasts what he does do is he plants plants thoughts in our mind Mm -hmm. you see the enemy cannot curse you but we but what the enemy does understand is that the power of life and death are in our tongue so the enemy plants thoughts in our head and tries to convince us to say them out loud because as soon as as soon as we say it out loud that's where the power comes from that's where the power comes from either life or death so that's why it's so important to understand the words that we speak they've got power the enemy can't curse you only you can. Only you can. Only curse you. you can. The enemy can't do anything. To, he has no power over you. So that's why, like, I legit hear people say, "Oh, I can't do this." Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind or stuff like that. I'm like, "Oh, don't say that." I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, bro, Cap. like, don't say that. Like, Cap. really, speak life. Like, even if you don't believe it, like, don't say that because that is what the things you say come to pass like you cannot allow you cannot say negative things over your life and expect good things to happen like i get up oh even if you don't 
even if you're like, oh, well, Quentin, I don't really say anything about my life. I just get up and live my life. Okay, that's fine. How's that going for you so far? I mean, I'm just living life. I mean, yeah. Okay, so let's try to speak good. Speak positive of your life. I wake up in the morning. Today is going to be a good day. I'm not going to allow the devil to, to, t- to take my joy. Okay, now go out through that day. What's going to happen? You're, gonna, you're not going to find there are gonna, things that are going to come, but they're not going to steal your joy because you confessed it. You confessed it in the morning. Confessed yeah. it? Con, con, confessed it? Confessed. Con, confessed. <laughs> yeah. You made that confession in <laughs> the morning. You know what I'm saying? There it is. But like, and you kind of hinted on this a little bit, Quentin, but like, even if you, even if you don't believe it, like, you know, I, I was reading, I was reading through the, uh, the story of when Jesus, uh, Peter, James and John came down from the mountain. And when they came down, um, you know, the disciples, the other disciples, they were arguing and, you know, trying to figure this whole thing out. And they were trying to cast a demon out of the little boy. And, um, Jesus came down. He's just like, what is wrong with you guys? Like, how long must I be with you? Blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, uh, Jesus is talking to the father and just like, how long has this been going on? Um, and he's just like, you know, since he's a boy, you know, Jesus, if you know, please, cast this demon out of my son if you can and jesus looks at him he's like if you can you know don't you know if you just believe then all things are possible and and the man the man says that the realest thing that i i felt like when i read i felt it he was just like lord i believe but help my unbelief Mm -hmm. and i'm reading that i'm just like over your life i'm like dang i'm like man like i've been in that situation before but the thing was while i was reading the story and studying for my message yesterday uh, God said, read that again. Hmm. I was like, okay. And so I read it again. I got to that point, Lord, I, I believe, but help my unbelief. And I'm sitting there again. I'm like, dang, I like, I've been there. Like I've, I've, I've wanted, I've needed more faith, hmm. but God was like, no, read it again. And hmm. I, I read it again and again. And finally it clicked for me. Hmm. I, t- I looked at this story in a different way. Not it wasn't about this guy not having enough faith or he, you know, he should have had more faith. No, he had enough. He had just enough faith. He had just enough faith to say, okay, God, look, I don't understand this. There's a lot of doubt in my mind. My son's been struggling for a long time. This demon's been trying to kill my son for a long time. So in my mind, I don't understand. I don't know if I believe, but I'm going to speak out loud. Even though the doubt is strong in me, I'm going to speak out loud. Lord, I, I, I may not fully understand, but help me. Help me believe. Help me. Give me more faith. And I saw that. God, God showed me that. It wasn't about he needed more faith no he had just enough all we need is faith the size of a mustard seed so when the doubt come when the when the when when you've been praying for someone and you don't see the results yet and you and you're like what's going on i'm i'm doubting and all these things are coming to my mind it is okay just speak life and i'm about to preach i better calm down a little bit because i'm getting excited and i and i feel like i feel like there's somebody listening and be like they always talk about the word they always talk about the bible they always talk about god well yes god you know, but let me tell you about um it was a, a i want to say scientific study on they took they took a group amount of uh, uh, people that were like having some minor knee surgery like there is there something like that i saw a story and they were talking about yeah it was like a group of people and they were going to get surgery for like a knee replacement so, not even a knee replacement i don't even think it was that serious just something that their knee hurt and so they were like okay Let's uh let's let's test this. Let's take these group of people and let's take three of them. Let's do the surgery and we'll see how it goes. And then three of them, we tell them that they did the surgery, but not really 
do it. Yeah. And so they just put them asleep and then they wake up and they say, yeah, we, we did it. It was a good, it was a success. And so for the three of them that, that they did the surgery, they, they, of course they healed cause they did the surgery, everything that they needed. But then they were like, okay, so the other three come back after the checkup and they saw improve improvement in their knee because yeah. they told them that they did it and it was good. And they believed it. Yeah. They believed that they were good. They believed that they were healed from whatever they needed. And yes. that is evidence right there yes. that it's all in the power of what you speak. It's all yes. in the power of what you believe. Yes. All in the power. Okay. So you just gotta you just gotta speak it out. You just gotta Facts. believe and speak and it comes to pass. Facts. And you and you cannot convince me that this doesn't work because our father is standing here today, you know, in in, in your house and you know, and at my parents' house, in Quentin's house, you know, they my parents, my father started to post things up in the house, up in doorways. No fear. I will I won't fear. Think just confessions and beginning to say that every time he walks through the door, every time he sees that sign, I will not fear. I won't allow fear to settle in. I know that I'm healed by his stripes. I am healed. And so today my father stands cancer free because of his belief, because of his faith, because of his confession. So you cannot tell me that this doesn't work. You can't tell me that it don't work. if If you, if you struggle with it, it's maybe because you haven't tried it. You don't know enough about it. You haven't tried it. All you got to do is try it for yourself. Well, well, Quentin Dallas, I don't really have anything like that. I don't really have anything to to speak. I don't really have anything that I need. Well, you do. Just ask God. Okay, I want to believe. I, I want. I want to be able to to have my own testimony and to know that you are who you say you are and that you can do what you can say you do. So show me yeah. in a practical way yeah. how I can start believing for something, start believing that you're, that you're going to supply. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be this super grand thing. Like you can just, it can just start off, you know, waking up in the morning. I, I'm going to have a good day. Yeah. I know I'm going to have a good day. I'm yeah. speaking that over my life. I'm going to have a good day and just watch, just watch the things, watch the things that God brings to you. Watch the people that you encounter, watch the blessings that come. Look out for him. Speak it and look out for it. Speak life. <laughs> yes. No cap. Speak life. <laughs> but that's why, that's why, and I'm kind of bringing it back around um, to, to more of the original question. That's why it's so important to understand, understand what youth group you're a part of because there's yeah. so much, there's so much power within it. There's yeah. so much power. And I believe I believe God's doing something big within United Youth. I believe um, I, I believe we've we've gotten to a place where now we understand the power of our tongue, and I believe we're unlocking some things. Yeah. I, I, I know for I know Dallas could agree. Like when we have service on Sundays, like I see I see so much potential in the students in the in the in the students that are here. I see that God is calling out for you. God yeah. is calling out for the listener. God is calling out for for the students at United Youth. Every time we have service, he's like, okay, like, yeah, raise your hands. Come deeper. Come deeper. I want you. I want you more. I want more of you. I want more of you. Just, just, just trust me. Trust me. Just trust me. But there may have been times where you have been hurt. You've been let down by, by people because you put, you, you, you view God as you view uh, some human, some some person in this world, your father, your mother that didn't love you, or somebody in your in your family that didn't love you, that did you wrong. But God is not like that. Yeah. God isn't gonna treat you like 
everybody in this world, everybody in this world are going to let you down. That's just a simple fact. You may find you a boyfriend, girlfriend, they're going to let you down. Even when they're doing good for you, you might have wanted more. Wake up on Christmas morning and you didn't get what you wanted. You wake up and you're just upset because you, you got something, but it's not what you wanted. God isn't going to do you like that. God is going to give exactly what you need. He's going to take care of you. You're in his hands. You're in God's hands and he's not going to let you fall. He's never going to leave you, forsake you, drop you. He's always going to be there. So that's that's exactly why it's so important. Yeah. It's so so important for you to to trust God. And if you haven't considered coming to the United Conference, it's a good opportunity for you to get closer to God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, regardless of you know where you are in life, this is this is what we are about. We are all about creating an opportunity for people to encounter Jesus, Mm -hmm. because you know, like Quentin said, the mistake we make much too often as humans, we put people in the place in our lives that God's supposed to be in. We put people there. And then when those people let us down, we're just like, what in the world? But if we put God in his position, if we put God in his position, everything else will line up just as it should. So, and that's, that's not just for, that's not, I know this is a, a, a podcast for directed you, for, for you, this is this is goes beyond that for all the guppies out there, for all those that uh, that are that are listening right now, regardless of where you are in life, you know it, it's never too late. It is never too late. God is always speaking to you. God is always wanting you to come deeper. Even whenever, even if you grow up, become a pastor like Dallas, he still wants Dallas to come yeah. deeper. He's still going to want you to come deeper because there's there's more. You're never you're never going to get to the end of the rope with God. Yeah. And there's always more that he's that he has in store, you know. So, so we're we're gonna get ready to uh, shut this down. But I, I want to do something. I don't know that we've ever done this before. But I I just want to pray real quick before we before we get off this yeah. thing, uh, because you know I I don't know about you, but I feel strongly for uh, I just I feel the spirit of God very strongly on this conversation. Yeah. Um. So, so Lord, I I thank you. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your faithfulness, Lord, regardless of where we are right now, physically, whether we're in the car, at home, in bed, in the living room, Father God, at, uh, wherever we may be, Lord, wherever we may be physically and wherever we may be spiritually. I thank you, Father God, that you're just meeting us where you are right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you that you're meeting us where we are. I thank you, Father God, that you're just you're just opening our eyes and opening our ears to hear and see, Father God, what you've been trying to get us to see and hear. Father God, I thank you that you're stirring up faith. You're stirring up the faith that we need, Father God, to take that step, to take that step, to take that next opportunity. For some of us, you've been leading us. You've been talking to us. You've been guiding us, but we've been afraid to take that step. Lord, right now, I thank you that you fill us up with your boldness to take that step, to take that step. It may it may not make sense physically, but just as Peter took a step out of the boat, I thank you, Lord, mm. that you're filling us with the, the boldness uh, and courage of Peter, Father God, mm. to step out of the boat and step yeah. onto the water, yeah. to step out with you, Father yeah. God. I thank you, Lord, that you're stirring up our faith to trust you and only you lord yeah you and only you lord only you father only you father god lord we thank you i thank you father god i thank you lord that you're lord you're just moving you're healing you're healing broken hearts 
You're healing broken families, Lord. You're healing broken relationships. I thank you, Father God, that you are moving and you're uniting. Mm. You are uniting, Father God. You're bringing bringing those back home that have been lost. You're uniting us as one. Yeah. We're united through God. Through God. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeah, before we get off here, I know last week uh, I talked about, we talked about, I'm pretty sure we talked, one of the couple of weeks ago, I gave everybody a challenge to talk about the the, the Bible and like look look it up. And if you have, if you haven't, it's fine. But this week, since you, you talked about Peter, you talked about Peter stepping out on the boat. Find that story in the Bible. Find that story. In the, it's in the New Testament. I'll give you that. It's in the New Testament. <laughs> and uh, find that story and, and read it. Read it. Learn about Peter. Yeah. And when he stepped out onto water. Yeah. And understand when you read it that if you just find that story and read that, understand that all the men on the boat, they're fishermen. They work on water. They work on boats. They they catch fish. So they understand how water works. They understand mm-hmm. you, 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 you fall in, you fall, you, you going down. <laughs> but. God supplied Peter with enough faith mm. to step out on that water. Yeah. And he walked on water. Yeah. So, yes. so check, check that story so there's out your, for yourself, There's your guppy yeah. challenge for the week. Yeah. Uh, go, go ahead and check that out. We'll be back with you next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, good morning, good night, good evening, good afternoon. I messed it up, my fault. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. All right. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Bleak.